Welcome back to a Real Bucks Talk podcast. This is Michael Plus, and finally joined by my good friend. He is back from vacation, Mark Ramirez. How are we doing tonight? It's been a while. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's been a little while. Yeah. But, yeah, just fresh back from Egypt, getting over my congestion from Egypt. Um, fun time. Yeah, it's a total different place for any of y'all that want to go. The flight is hell. It was 10 hours from New York to Cairo. The second I get off, my nose is like burning because it's just a dry heat. Mm-hmm. You're sucking in the sand. Yeah, it's it's different. Let's put it that way. And uh, we had a security guard with a machine gun on him at all times in our tour. Uh, it's just different, different type yeah. of place, right? Um, yeah, it's funny. You'll, you'll have like the meat hanging from a spit, or just mm-hmm. and you, they point to a certain certain section they want from it. They cut it off, hand it to you. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> it's like, and it's yeah. Cairo is like almost madness. It's like a New York, mm-hmm. but dirtier. Mm-hmm. It's that populated, and there's like a smog over it. It's a different, cool experience. Saw the pyramids, saw the Sphinx. Mm-hmm. Went to the Valley of the Kings. Saw the King Tut. Yeah, did all the cool. Went took a three day cruise on the Nile. Yeah. Did all the cool things you want to do. Oh, ATVs in the desert was extremely cool yeah i bet that's fun yeah drop dropping down dunes like it felt like shikra like you get to the edge and just drop oh wow. <laughs> it was very very cool fun experience that would i go back again most likely not <laughs> <laughs> but i can say that i saw the stuff that we only read about in the books kind right, of thing right yeah and but hell of an experience yeah they don't drink because of their religion but mm. they do hookah and smoke left and right oh. Like I could imagine that yeah. bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like everywhere you go, there's like smoking section. That's it. Mm. So it's different, but mm. I went climbed the pyramids, did the cruise in the Nile, um, Sphinx, mummies. Yeah, I was debating playing uh, Walk Like an Egyptian, <laughs> but it, it has been a damn while. And yeah, yeah it's I've missed Bucks football. I've been getting I missed the damn free agency opening. Right. Luckily, my good man plus here is updating me on everything whenever I could find Wi-Fi. That was yeah. another thing. It's I didn't I don't have a world phone, so I couldn't text. So I had to literally find Wi-Fi hotspots. Yeah, yeah. As they don't have Wi-Fi all over the place, really. So Yeah. But either way, fun experience. Anyone that wants to know any more, just tweet us and I'll answer or mm. message whatever you want to do. Um but Bucks football, free agency, I liked my Biggest signings, I'll say Duran Buchanan. Mm-hmm. It's De- or Dayon. 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 Dayon Buchanan. Yeah. Obviously, I think every, we we all mentioned that. Like it was almost a hit, unhidden truth. Yeah, I think we all knew that was going to happen. That was it was a a signing that we all kind of expected, and uh, it was a it was a good deal. I mean, got him for cheap. I mean, yeah, value so. cheap, and he's a young, still guy. He plays right. linebacker safety. We've talked about this, mm-hmm. and can be multiple. Right. Can he fill in that hole of Quan? Not necessarily all-time linebacker, but right. I see him as playing a, 
like a hybrid. He can play both, right? Mm -hmm. And then I like the Brashad Perryman big time. Yeah. Because, yeah, we got rid of Deshaun Jackson. Again, everyone knew that was going to happen. You drop his contract and you pick up Perryman, who is faster than D-Jax and also bigger than D-Jax. Yeah. 6'2", 215, runs a 4'2", 5", 4'2", He's not like a... What's it called? Not, not, not number one, not a number two. He's not going to be able to dominate you in certain aspects, but right. use him for what he is, a yeah. speed threat, vertical threat. And now this is a guy that's taller that Winston can probably hit. And they came into the league together. So that was a huge big one for me. Um, mm-hmm. And then Shaq Barrett. That's one you guys didn't talk about on the, on the show. Right, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited about him. I mean, young, only 26 years old, got a lot of potential that I think hasn't been really tapped into. He was playing behind – Pretty much studs. I mean, Von Miller and Bradley Chubb, who they just drafted last year, so that kind of moved them down a little bit in the rotation. And they also had, I think, Shane Ray too. Shane Ray, Demarcus Ware. I think at yeah. at a time when he yeah. was he just got in there. So, I mean, the production that he's been able to do, why you know he's a you know sub package type player. I think he's done a really good job, and I I think he's got a lot of promise. Where now he comes into opportunity where he can get a lot more playing time and and see what can happen. I I mean. He's got the hands. I like that. Oh, yeah. And it's yeah. it's a prototype 3-4 outside linebacker edge rusher. Yeah. yeah. Literally, that's what he is. Mm-hmm. So, again, 3-4 is all writings all over the place, right? Yeah. So, and Dayon Buchanan. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, an, again, I'm like, Joe McCoy yeah. is a typical 4-3-3 technique. Mm-hmm. I I just, they, they, they didn't seem so excited when they say, oh, no, he's going to be on the team. I just still don't think he fits the scheme. Just to me, I just don't. Yeah. I don't see him being this defensive end that holds up against the run. I see him as a guy that just wants to attack downhill. I mean, I know everyone we've talked to is like, oh, but he's good enough to do that. Yeah. Does he want to just hold up against the run? He hasn't done it his whole career. He doesn't really hold up against the run. He jumps gaps, and then all of a sudden they run right into his gap. So I, I honestly still think he's – like they're, they're looking for an option. Yeah, I mean, I think we'll just – Again, it's a, it's a wait and see. I mean, obviously they're going to have to be able to create some cap space here coming up. So it just depends on, you know, do they trade them during the draft or, you know, are they just going to wait till, you know, they see what they have as far as the roster goes after the draft and then, you know, maybe cut them or whatever, maybe restructure his contract. Um, but, yeah, I, I agree with you as far as the, the scheme. I think the good news is, though, I mean, most defenses are in nickel a lot of the time, so they're going to have a lot of four-man fronts. So, I mean, he could be a fit in there still where you have him and Vita Vey on the inside, and then you have your JPP and Nassif's on the outside and maybe use a, a Barrett as an extra rusher or something along those lines. I, I mean, I can, I can see your the idea. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can envision, like, imagine if Quinton Williams did fall. Yeah. Imagine a McCoy, Vita Vea, and Quinton Williams three defensive tackle line. Right. would be insane. Yeah. I mean, that's you, – you can't – who do you – one on one, you don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just crazy, but that's all imagination. That's all fantasy until it actually happens. I think that's why you're going to see him here until draft day, depending on who, what happens at that number five. If we do stay there, or if we trade out, yeah, for sure. Um, but also, this is looking at the other signings. I want to talk about what Dayon Buchanan said about what type of defense Todd Bowles likes to run. This is him in his press conference. The defense, as far as that goes, it's just people flying around, you know, it's, and it's like it's a mindset, you know what I'm saying? And, and looking at the roster, it's there's a bunch of guys that have that 
hard hitting, fast tempo, up tempo, you know, mindset. I want to hit somebody, you know what I'm saying? And, and um, you know what I'm saying? I just feel like, you know, it's, it's the right place to be, and that's that's what we're going to do right here. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're going to do right here. Yeah, I mean, yeah, fly to the football, speed. Um, you know, Bruce Arians talked about it. He's like, he wants to get faster. And you can see with the additions that he's made, I mean, we definitely added speed um, pretty much across the board. I mean, with all the additions, they're all quick, fast guys. Um, I mean, look at, like I was, I was leading up to Kentrell Bryce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said himself, he's fast. Mm-hmm. And if you look at any tape of him, he's just looking to lay the wood. Yeah. Like, he was in the Packers, just he's the big hitter. Mm-hmm. And what do we got? We have Justin Evans, college big hitter. Jordan uh-huh. Jordan Whitehead, yep. big hitter. They're they may be smaller in stature, but they're still looking to deliver a blow. Yeah. So like he's saying, like he sees these guys on the roster. So do I. Colton Davis, another guy, just he likes to be aggressive in your face. He's going to be allowed to do that now. It it just a lot of things are lining up. A lot of things I'm liking, and the defense is slowly coming together. It's what is what's going to happen with the. The D-line to me, that, that's the biggest one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the biggest thing, like, uh, I think, you know, Jason Light talked about it today um, at the owner's meeting. He was talking about, you know, uh, JPP and, and Nassib as he mentioned them as linebackers. He also mentioned um, Noah Spence as a linebacker, you know, outside LB. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how they play them. But then he also talked about, you know, like I was saying earlier about the nickel defense and, and how we're still going to have four-man fronts and you're going to have – um, you know, either two linebackers or, or one linebacker based on whether it's dime or, or nickel. So, you know, I think they're just going to, they're going to kind of wait and play it out, see who they have it as on the roster. And then I think the great thing about Ty Bowles is he'll adjust to what they want to do that will fit everybody best. And then you'll see whether it be a, a four, three or a three, four. Um, it's, it's going to be both. I mean, we're, we're going to see a lot of both. I think it's going to be a lot of multiple. So you're going to see a lot of different, looks um and i think you're gonna see a lot of rotations uh that's gonna help jpp and and guys like that because jpp was pretty much he was on the field the whole time mm-hmm. i mean last year so he always is yeah he always is i mean he doesn't want to come off the field um and i know he'll do whatever they ask him to you know the best of his ability yeah and he's done three four before i mean right. the giants had him when they had snacks in the middle mm-hmm. right so he's he knows what being a 3-4 defensive end, not just linebacker, but defensive end is. Because yeah. he, he beefed up when they did that. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they may look at him as a linebacker. I mean, like how Julius Peppers prolonged his career being a stand-up guy. Right. Maybe he's going to try that. He's athletic enough. I mean, the damn guy did, what, 20-something backflips in his combine days? Yeah, yeah. Like, he's a, he is a freak athlete. Mm-hmm. I mean, what, we'll see how they use him. Again, he could be used stand-up or – I mean, Nassib did the same thing last year. Right, right. Right, he was the one he would stand up and just fly in the middle when they'd swing him around on the stunt. Mm-hmm. It always worked. Yeah. And he was just standing the whole time. So, and then he had the one deflection in the Browns game mm-hmm. where he's out covering a running back. I mean, it's very multiple. I know you love that word, mm-hmm. but it's all good things, put it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're not saying this is a negative. I think it's all... Um, and like Mark said, I mean, it's coming together. Like you can see the picture that they're trying to create. And I, I like the additions that they've made again, low key additions, but guys that they know and guys that they, they can trust. I mean, like Dayon Dayon Buchanan is a guy they can trust. They brought in Earl Wofford and another guy, another guy that they know. Um, so, I mean, Arians drafted him. So he's a guy that they just know what they're getting. Um, you know, so it's 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 good things. Um, yeah, and like there's thing is he going to be the starting right guard? 
he's played in 56 games. He's only started 21 of them. So yeah. likely not the starter, but likely a com- competitive body that could fight for a starting spot. Yeah, he's like a he's an upgrade of uh, Evan Smith. I mean, that's pretty much what he's going to be. Uh, you know, a younger Evan Smith, a uh, guy that's capable, uh, but probably you don't want him starting full time. Uh, Jason Light also talked about Alex Kappa today. He said that, you know, he's excited about him just because of knowing the person that Alex Kappa is and the type of work ethic he has. He feels he's going to get stronger this offseason and be uh, better. So that that's encouraging. Um, of course, I mean, of course, he's going to say those things because it's his draft pick. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's what you hope for. You hope he can take that next step and, and become that, that starting right guard. Um, you know, since he's a third-round pick, you want him to, to play. He's, he's going to be – Guard, or is he doing tackle? They say he's going to stick at guard. They want to keep him at guard. Uh, Beninok is is moving to tackle full time. Um, I don't know if you if I told you that, but yeah. But uh, yeah, I I, I heard it earlier. Mm-hmm. I, that's why I was wondering if Cap was going back to tackle too. Yeah, yeah I mean that, and then so the other today signing or presumably mm-hmm. going to be signed the Blaine Gabbert. Yeah, to yeah. be backup quarterback. Um. Well, then, yeah, they just gave Ryan Griffin his two-year deal that you were saying. Right, so, right. I think either Blaine Gabbert's just another body, or does someone know him? Is there a coach? Well, that knows I mean, him? he he worked with Arians. Uh, he also worked with Byron Leftwich, um, as I think because he was on. Was he on the Arizona Cardinals? He was on the Cardinals, yeah, back in seventeen, hmm. and they worked together. So, again, another familiar a familiar guy that they they know. And I think he'll come in and compete with Ryan Griffin. And I don't think they're going to keep three quarterbacks this year. I think, you know, whoever wins that number two spot, they'll cut the other guy. I don't think they're going to do mm-hmm. that. Waste a roster spot. Especially with you're going to need more roster spots for defense just because you're a 3-4 now as a base. So you're going to need a little bit more linebacker and, and yeah. defensive line. So. Yeah, I remember an Arians, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was, he was on a podcast or something, he's just saying being in a 3-4, you have more – Athletic bodies like linebackers that can yeah. be for special, special teams, yeah, yeah. special teams, yeah, <laughs> and that's it makes sense. It's yeah. like you don't have as many big bodies that are slower, mm-hmm. you have more faster guys, and you don't have to waste space, yeah, right, yeah, which is again smart. Mm-hmm. And then, so that's do you see us going anywhere else in free agency? Do you see anything else? Well, I, I would like to see him personally at a veteran corner. I know Moses Claiborne has been thrown around, but I, you know, there hasn't been any real connection there between the Bucks and him, so. Um, yeah, I mean, that would be a good signing. I mean, any type of veteran corner. I know there's some other guys that are still available out there. Um, you know, offensive line, maybe, maybe another, another tackle, but it looks like that's where they're going to attack in the draft. I think offensive line, defensive line. Um, and I know they like corners, some corners in the draft. So, um, and then you also have running back. So I, I I think those, those spots there, you know, that's probably where they're going to look at, but. Yeah, free agents. I don't. I don't really see anyone right now. Well, with me, where is our money right now? Yeah, I mean, right? we don't have much money. I mean, especially after signing Blaine Gabbert today, we probably have less than two million dollars. So um, we're probably going to have to, you know, cut some guys. I'm assuming some some type of moves are coming. Uh, whether that's you know trades or restructures, I'm sure something's going to go down. I mean, for those thinking, oh, we're getting Mo Claiborne. I mean, yeah. You can't just say you're going to get someone. There has to be some way where we're going to afford a guy like that. Right. It's not like he's going to play for pennies. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's yeah. actually been a starting corner on the outside for a while. Right, right. And Todd Bowles, yeah, maybe 
good friends or helped him out in his career. But the thing is, they're not going to take. I'll just take a huge paycheck. Give me a, a million, yeah. bro. I'll get out there. No, <laughs> they still want their money to play in the game, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's probably going to demand anywhere from four to to six million. So in that range. I mean, I know Rashawn Melvin just got three point five. So, I mean. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he'll get at least that. You know, he's yeah. got to get at least that kind of money. So, yeah, I mean, there's going to be some moves. I mean, yeah. the talk recently has been, you know, trading Cameron Brait because of the Gronkowski news for the Patriots. Yeah, that's something I want to talk about. Explain. <laughs> yeah, so, Gronk I Gronk mean, is out at 29. Yeah, retired. I'm 29 right now. Yeah, 28. That's, so. that's me just saying, oh, I'm done. I'm ready for the rest of my life. <laughs> God, I'm just starting, and he's he's done. Yeah, I mean he's he's made good money. Uh, he's done really well with his with his outside of football business, and I'm sure, you know, he's got you what's know, his outside of football business. Well, I'm sure with just the sponsors, commercials, oh. and all that, you know, I'm sure he's got something lined up with you know other um, some type of entertainment. I'm sure he's going to be involved in whether it's you know wrestling or or being a movie star or something along those lines. I'm sure. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, I'm not surprised by it. I mean, his body was kind of breaking right. down. So I mean, with the back and the the ankles, forearms, and I mean, he was pretty much in a cast when he was out there playing. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that opens up a spot for for a tight end, and, and you know, P- Patriots do need a tight end. Um, unfortunately for the Bucks, this is a great tight end class in the draft. So I'm assuming, no, fan. yeah, yeah, I'm assuming they'll probably get one of those guys. Um, but hey, if they want a Cameron Brait. You know, I'm sure the Bucks would listen. Um, you know, Jason Light and the Patriots have done many deals in the past, so that could be something to look out for maybe on draft day. Yeah, I mean, I would accept many a call for Cambry, especially <laughs> yeah. if they're looking to fill that void. I mean, mm-hmm. look at the Patriots right now. They've just been depleted yeah. all around. I mean, other than Gronkowski on that offense, there was no other star Right. guy where you're like, oh, I'm, a, I'm scared. Edelman literally feasted off of people being scared about Gronkowski. Right. Yeah. He just hit the middle of the field because Gronkowski would take one whole side. Yeah, Gronk was always doubled. Yeah. Yep. So I'm I'm happy. <laughs> I'm hoping this is the demise of the Patriots. Uh, it may be an anger thing of <laughs> I just don't want the Patriots to always be winning. But, right, yeah. I mean, I would take any call. I mean, I love Cambry. Yeah, I love him too. I mean, make America break again. <laughs> <laughs> He's a great player. It's just you know, I just don't see where his playing time is is going to go up uh, going in the future, especially with OJ Howard. I think is just going to take off and really be a factor in this offense. Um, but then again, I know Bruce is. I mean, he loves his weapons and. Uh, I know he's thinking about the two tight end sets that he could probably use with Brayden Howard, but I don't know. We'll see. I, I just think his cap number is going to be a little bit too yeah. much just to carry. So seven know? million. Right? Yeah. yeah. I mean that. Then usually your second tight ends a blocker. Right. All Claire can do that. Yeah. OJ can do everything. Yeah. So it'll be probably be better for Brayden's career, mm-hmm. and just for our system in general. I mean, yeah, OJ has been getting hurt every year, but yeah. still, like. Brayton got hurt last year too, mm-hmm. so I, I would it would hurt to see him go, but I know it'd be a, probably best for his career since yeah. OJ just is the better player. He is, yeah. And then so the other big old trade rumor, Daron Lee, Darren Lee, Darren Lee, yeah. All these Darren, Darren, <laughs> dang it, Darren Lee, yeah, Darren, Darren Lee. Lee, yep, from the, the Jets. Jets middle linebacker. Mm-hmm. Please make some noise. Tell me what what do you think? Your voice on it? Yeah, I mean. 
I, I like it. I like that we're interested. Uh, Benjamin Albright from uh, on Twitter, he he spoke of it and he said we're one of the interested teams. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I like it. I think it's a if they can do it, and I think it won't cost them very much if they can do it for a fifth or a sixth round pick. I think it's definitely you know something to go after because he's on a one year deal, um, still very young. He's only twenty four, I believe. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Uh, I mean, he fits the defense very well. He knows the defense. Um, and I think, you know, last year was kind of his coming out party. He was actually playing really well. Uh, he started getting more pass defense. He started getting more interflect- or interceptions, I should say. Um, I think he got three last year. The only unfortunate part, I mean, he got suspended for the last four games for substance abuse. That's only a bad thing. He got suspended the last four games? Yeah. Didn't he have 90 tackles? Could have sworn he had like ninety tackles. He the year before the year oh, okay, okay, the okay. Year, the year before I believe he did last year. I think he had about seventy, which is still impressive. Um, he was doing really well. So, uh, yeah, I think he was starting to turn the corner because I know New York Jets fans were kind of putting that bus label on him and really didn't know what you know where he was going to go. But he started turning it on last year and really found himself. And uh, I would love it because I think him and, and David. And then you have Dion Buchanan, who can also cover. Like all those guys can cover. Well, David, he needs to work on it, but <laughs> um, but Buchanan can can cover. And then you also have Lee, who's getting better at coverage. And I think that would create a, a really good matchup because then you can have you know Buchanan as your big nickel, and you can really take away tight ends and running backs that way. So it'd be fun. All right. So tell me another re- reason why you want him too. Why? Because who do you not want? Oh, <laughs> it took me a minute. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I definitely do not want that guy. So I want that guy. I want Darren Lee. Yeah. So no, I agree with you. I when you told me the rumor of that, I was like, mm-hmm. holy crap, get it done. But I'm pretty sure it's gonna be more in fifth or a sixth. It's gonna be more like a third or a fourth. Well, if it's that, I mean, I would offer like maybe next year's, like 2020, and I would see if you could get away with it. And uh, I think that I, that could be an option in twenty twenty fourth. I think that would be a good deal for him. It's, I mean, because like you were saying, David, Deron Lee, Deron, Darren, Darren Lee, yeah. and Buchanan. Those three at linebacker hybrids. Like right. this dude ran a four four forty as a linebacker. Yeah, super six athletic. one three two thirty two. Mm-hmm. Like at Ohio State, he literally like what I love best about. You go and look at his draft profile. I liked him coming out of college. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Loved so him. Yeah. Extremely quick, flies to the ball, very aggressive, hard hitter. What does that sound like? A Todd Bowles linebacker. Right. Then that what Deion Buchanan just said. Yeah. So he fits the bill. Obviously, he showed he can do it in that defense already. I guarantee he'd want to come to Todd Bowles' defense as he knows he can thrive in it. Right. So it already looks like it made sense. Can we offer good enough for him? I sure as hell hope so. Yeah, there's three and, other teams in, uh, yeah. interested. So. so, but my thing is, even if you give a third, say we do trade back, we're going to get the third back. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, because I want Quentin Williams or Josh Allen to be there, but realistically, I just honestly don't see it happening unless someone's just an idiot on draft yeah. day. Yeah, which Like, could I'm happen. hoping there's a Murray and Haskins gone before us. If it does, there'll be shots all around. <laughs> We did that last year, and that was fun as shit. <laughs> no, no, for sure. Like, it it definitely could happen. You could have dumb teams at the top of the draft. And the guy that we're talking about, we just – we don't want Devin White. Let's just – let's put it out there. 
Um, you know, we talked about it on Twitter enough. Like, I think I've went over it thousands of times of why we don't want Devin White. Uh, it's just because there's better players available. Like, um, it's not that we don't hate him. Like, we... We don't we don't hate him. we don't hate him as a person like we love the guy we love his character we love his um, you know attitude and his athletic ability which is insane but just the game tape is just not good like it's not a top ten selection it's not that it's not good I mean he's yeah. he's got sideline to sideline ability mm-hmm. like and that's what you want in this defense right I mean linebacker can cover everything yeah he's got that yes. But also, you you're going a million miles an hour the wrong way. Mm. You're you're shit out of luck. You're the whole side's wide open. Right. He doesn't know the position fully yet. And for a top five pick, and people were saying even yeah. people were wanting to trade up for him. <laughs> you shitting me? Yeah. When was the last top five linebacker taken too? Whoa. And like, and this he's played three years of of linebacker. He he came in as a running back. Right. Like, I would want my top five, or if I'm trading up to top three to get this guy. And be a sure thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, I know no matter what, he's a plug-and-play ready. Like, mm-hmm. Keekly was that to me. Right. And he went to, what, ninth overall? He was ninth, yeah. And he was a plug-and-play no matter what. I knew he was going to be a good linebacker. Yeah. Roquan Smith last year. Roquan Smith. But he was, in, he was a, what, he's eight eight, or nine again? Eighth, yeah. So, but these are guys, that, that's all they've done. Mm-hmm. Linebacker their whole careers, right. their whole football right. lives. And their tape backed it up. Right. Like, and they're, they're yeah. consistent. And they, they knew what gaps to hit. Mm-hmm. They're not thinking. Yeah. Imagine now you're a rookie linebacker with freak athletic ability, but then you're having to learn your position, mm-hmm. learn the speed game of the NFL, like learn a whole new defense. Yeah. Like, come on, it'd be how much are you going to put on a guy? Like, yeah, right. you're going to make it easier for him, but it's still it's a whole other level of a game. Mm-hmm. And these defenses are these offenses are all built to throw the ball deep mm-hmm. and push it. Yeah. So there's not much room for error. And, like, a linebacker right now is a guy that's filling gaps, not jumping up, making interceptions. How many linebackers are making a lot of interceptions this game? Oh, and and the, the game's a passing game now. Yeah. yeah. Stopping the run is more of the D-line, and the, the linebackers fill the gaps. That's what mm-hmm. the linebackers do. Yeah. So, I just don't justify a top five linebacker. If we trade back and we still get him, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. You trade back and you still got a guy you really, really like. Right. But I just, to me, don't. I can't justify top five. I know everyone's bandwagoning for him, and mm-hmm. there's a lot of outlets out there saying, oh, he's the guy. Yeah. He's already it. I'm yeah. like, oh. yeah. Well, but why? Give me the reasoning why, not just because he can run a fast 40 mm-hmm. and he looks jacked as shit. Yeah. Come I, on. Yeah, I don't get it. I mean, when, you, when you're watching the guy and you watch him on tape and you just continually see him either in the wrong spot or on the ground, uh, for the most part, getting pancaked by blockers because he doesn't know he doesn't know where to go. You know, as far as instincts, he's just not very instinct instinctual. And then you know, missed tackles, uh, running, just overrunning pursuit. You know, and being in the wrong spots. So it's just hard to like you told me what was it? I think it was a few weeks back. But you said you know you could have all the traits you want, but you want something consistent. Um, especially when you're drafting in the top five, you want that guy that's going to pop up, pop off on tape and really be, you know, okay, we know like, and then I was in the I was yeah, in top a, five. Especially. Yeah, yeah. Come on. I mean, yeah, this is where you, you don't make a mistake, especially with everyone saying Jason light. This is his contract year. Like mm-hmm. he better make it right. Yeah. Do you think he's going to take a risk on the top five linebacker? Right. Who? Yeah. Like I just proved a lot of points. Just, yeah. You said it. You want consistency. Mm-hmm. Something you're sure is going to work. 
Yeah. And people brought up uh, Quentin Nelson uh, and comparing him with Devin White because of the positions. I'm like, okay, yeah, okay, guard got picked in the top 10 last year, but linebacker, I mean, and you're comparing a, a guy that was pretty much could have been the first overall pick in Quentin Nelson. I mean, that's how good his tape was. Like, he had no holes in his game. This guy was a stud from the moment you watched him. And he made impact. Like, his impact was so great. And it showed in the NFL what he did for the Colts. And now you're saying Devin White can be that, you know, as far as that kind of guy. Or, or trying to say, well, a guard can go to the top ten, so a linebacker can go in the top five. That that just doesn't compute to me very well. I was talking about positional value. But, I mean, no. I mean... It's Quentin Nelson complete. went, what, five or six? He went six. Six. Yeah. I mean. <sighs> and there's a case he, he should have been two to the Giants. Yeah. Yeah. The Giants are just dumb. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, let's take Saquon Barkley and just, <laughs> just I think did that because they're New York. Right. But, again, Quentin Nelson had no, like you said, no holes in his game. Right. You could you could pick him apart and you'd, he'd answer every question. Yeah. Devin White doesn't have all that. He. Right. He has a lot of check marks where it's like, holy shit, this guy could be mm-hmm. something crazy. He could, he could be Patrick Willis. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, does he have it up in the head yet? No. Yeah. And top five guys, top five. Yeah. If you can trade back, I wouldn't trade up for him. Uh-huh. I would trade back and hope he's still there. Yeah. And hope it's just combine talk of, holy shit, this guy's fast. He can mm-hmm. jump high. He could do it all based on – I think a lot ability. of it. He can do it all. Don't get me wrong. He can do it all. Yeah. But yeah. for my money, I – and if I'm Jason Light, top five, I'm not putting all my eggs in his basket. Like, right. Come on. Yeah. I mean, and there's a difference when you look at his film. Like, yeah, there's splash plays, but those are way too far in between between the consistency of the overall tape. Like, it's just way too many mistakes. And then you have your three to maybe four splash plays that he might have. And that's that's the problem. Like, you just can't have that in the top five. Especially, I mean, you look at last year's draft. Okay, we have Baker Mayfield. Okay, consistent tape. Yeah. The guy was good, right? Saquon Barkley, stud. Yeah. Um, probably shouldn't have been drafted that high, but he's still a stud. Um, three, three, you had... Uh, no, Darnold, who is another oh, yeah. consistent quarterback. Again, quarterbacks are probably overdrafted, but again, they were consistent on tape. Four, you had Denzel Ward, who was a stud. Mm-hmm. You know, he was, he was solid all the way around. Bradley Chubb, you know, five. So, and that guy was probably the best player. I mean, one of the best players in the draft. So, yeah, I mean, it just it proves our point. And I think if they can get Darren Lee, that would be that'd be fantastic. I think that would set up your linebacker core. Now you have Darren Lee, you have Kevin Minter, uh, Levante, and Dion Buchanan as kind of that wild card in between kind of guy. And then on the outside, you have Barrett and and maybe a Noah Spence or one of those guys that can step up. And we still don't know about about Beckwith yet. I mean, yeah. it's just, it's an unknown right now. But, yeah, I just don't see the need for Devin White. I think most of it, if anything, it's it's a it's a smokescreen to get teams to trade up for him, possibly. You know, get teams, in, you know, that are interested and, and maybe trade down and someone else takes them. I think that's that would probably be your best bet. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I mean, it's I, I'm not hating on the guy i just like i said top five yeah. you want your guy to be an immediate impact consistent player mm-hmm. yeah i mean if trust. he so, if he's the pick i mean we'll support it it's yeah. just it's just i wouldn't do it at, at five it's just the tape just doesn't back it up if you trade down to maybe 11 or 12 then yeah yeah go for it yeah yeah i mean i i agree yeah. people are like oh you're gonna be crazy saying that mm-hmm. well 
I mean, yeah, if he's our pick, I'll be behind him all the way. Mm-hmm. And I trust Jason Light's decision-making on linebackers because yeah. damn near every linebacker he's taken has uh, done well. Right. Besides Devontae Bond. But, again, this is also, again, a time probably where Devontae Bond can actually yeah. show what he can do in this type of defense. Right. Yep. So, I mean, it's Jack Sitchie, Quan. I forgot about Sitchie, yeah. Right? So, so I mean, that's there's just – there's ah, he just he, – uh, to me, he knows linebackers. If he does get Devin White – I'll be backing it the mm-hmm. whole way. Yeah. But to me, Darren Lee. Yeah, Darren Lee. Darren Lee would be a better, more immediate impact player. Yeah. yeah that sure. knows the defense, can play at full speed. Cheaper. Doesn't, doesn't think he's just going to go. 24 damn years old. Yeah. A guy you can probably sign to Devin White's contract after the year if he shows off, he does very right. well. Right. So th- that's just our breakdown of what the heck we were thinking of. Yeah. Um, any other big news? Uh, I mean, we could talk about the the Jameis Winston playing at oh, 250. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about that. I, I'm kind of concerned. I'm hoping it. I know he's going to put on good weight. I know he's going to build muscle, and he's he's pretty lean right now. You know, based off the yeah, based off the you know the Instagram videos that he's been posting of his workouts and stuff like that. So yeah, I just I don't know. I, I'm concerned. Like, and then they Jason Light talked about he's going to put on some more armor for Bruce Aaron's offense, and that kind of had me worried. Like, are they just going to let the offensive line? be as bad as it was last year and hopefully it's it's better like hopefully they're going to protect him and not let him out to drive but um yeah i mean what's what's your thoughts on him at 250 did he say 250 he says he plans to play at 250 has he even ever been 250 i have no idea like i know his listed weight is about 230 which makes sense okay that's 65 230 that's he, he looked skinnier last year yeah and he still looks lean like based off the video so i don't know if that's just like his muscle mass is getting up to 250 like well his muscle like yeah like he says he's putting on good weight so <laughs> i mean you know more about it than i do so he says it's just about hydration and being at the peak body uh yeah i mean 250 i don't think he's gonna reach that number he's 231 it says right now he's listed 231 right i mean 20 more pounds yeah 19 technically yeah. i mean yeah. you can fluctuate five eight pounds maybe of water but right i think the heat i mean is going to drop weight in yeah. instantly so maybe he plans on hey. getting at 250 and then dropping down so. hopefully he does that and he looks like josh freeman way back <laughs> when he was fat and he just balled out over here yeah so. yeah maybe that's his plan he doesn't want to throw more than six interceptions so. go to taco bell buddy <laughs> that's that was freeman's idea go to taco bell yeah, yeah. oh god i mean <laughs> what do i think about 250 i think if that Puts a little bit more float under the ball when you throw the deep ball. Go ahead and do it, buddy. <laughs> yeah. It takes your arm a little bit longer to go around. Go ahead and do it if it hits yeah. Perryman on the on the Maybe deep Maybe he's route. trying to impersonate Byron Leftwich. <laughs> <laughs> Byron Leftwich, he's like fat faced. Yeah, his body looks normal, but his face is fat. I don't. That's yeah, true. But it's just it's funny. <laughs> well, I mean, two fifty. It's big to me. Um, mm-hmm. We'll see. I think he'll be more 240, 245. That's what I'm thinking. That's, that's a heavy weight. Yeah, especially with the heat. I mean, he's going to drop weight, so. He's going to go to Lorenzen weight, 300. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, any other big news? I mean, they no. came out of the owner's meeting. I, did, I didn't look at the owner's meeting. Yeah, that was today. I mean, um, you know, they had Jason Light just, you know, talking about overview of the team. I know they are expecting Chris Godwin to, to take that Larry Fitzgerald role. Um, in the slot, which is which mm-hmm. is cool, and I think you'll probably see OJ Howard in the slot too, um, you know, just at times. 
So they they talked about that, and he's like, yeah, that kind of lessens the blow of uh, losing a Humphreys uh, to free agency. Um, so he's excited about that and, you know, what that can bring and the kind of mismatches. And I think you'll see probably Mike Evans in that role as well, uh, just to mix it up. And uh, I'm trying to think what else. I mean, yeah, I mean, that was, that was pretty much it. I mean, just talking about, uh, I think I mentioned it earlier, just talking about uh, Alex Kappa and then also, you know, Kendall Beckwith, they still don't know yet. Um, that does concern me, though. Yeah, it's concerning. You just you feel like it's probably career ending, which kind of sucks. Because like you would hear something, right? You'd hear like, oh, he's he's still coming around. He's pra-. but the thing is, to me, he was practicing it then in the last year. Yeah, Wasn't I he? thought he was. I don't know. You know what? I don't think he was because they put him on IR and they didn't. They never brought him back into practice, but. Mm. I don't know. We'll see with that. He, so he spoke on that, and then he also talked about, you know, I mentioned, um, you know, talking about the four-man fronts with JPP and, and the linebackers. And he mentioned JPP and NASAP as linebackers and also uh, Noah Spence. So it's going to be interesting. Like you mentioned, Devontae Bond and, and Noah Spence, like how those guys are going to be in this defense. And hopefully they're going to come, you know, come around and really produce because I think it's a better fit for what they want to do. I mean, the – these players, like I was laughing. I was like, mm-hmm. it's almost like Jason Light was drafting for Bruce Arians. That's what it seems like, here. right? Yeah. Like Vita Vea. Yeah. That's a typical 3-4 nose tackle. Yeah. Like middle of the line defensive tackle. Big body. Yeah. I mean, well, I don't know if you remember, but the, when they hired Dirk Cutter, I, I wrote about Cutter being Arians-like. Like I thought yeah. that's what he was going to be like. And I think that's why Jason Light wanted to bring him on because he kind of had that you know, mindset, similar offense, vertical down the field. Uh, aggressive, um, but for whatever reason, it, it changed in 2017, 2018, and it just went and went south. But that's in the past. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it looks like he's building this team for Brazilians. I mean, and even MJ Stewart, right? A very aggressive on the line corner, right. slot corner. Well, he's moved to safety now. But, but either way, yeah. like he's he is like that Teram Matthew hybrid, like yeah. where he can play really close and. Jeremy Matthew played all over, like right. slot, safety, corner. Yeah. So it's can he play the exact role Matthew did? I I don't know. I'm not right. going to say no. He was a highly drafted guy. Yeah. A lot of guys saw him as a, a slot corner fixture mm. when he was coming into the draft. So, and his tape in North Carolina was an aggressive, aggressive player. Yeah. Okay. So he again fits the role of a hard hitting, fast type of player. Mm. But he was asked to do some backpedaling a little too much last year. And he looked like a jackass. So yeah. it's not totally his fault. He still plays a lot of positions, which is a really valuable thing. Mm-hmm. And it's been one year, guys. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I wouldn't call him a bust. we got to give these guys some time. And, and you look at the guys like Vernon Hargraves and Ryan Smith, like these guys can bounce back in this kind of scheme. Uh, it just It fits them better uh, of what they're going to ask to do. And I think VH3, I think he's really determined. Uh, I believe this is a contract year for him. So. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's going to be interesting to see how he plays. I think he can can really produce in this defense. I, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Closer to the line, let him punch someone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Other than that, any other topics? Don't have anything else. Uh, I'm excited for Peyton Barber. They re-signed him. I think he's going to have a big year. Um, I like how he's talking, like his his mindset. He really wants to be that every down guy, and really improve his. You know, making people miss, uh, getting the longer runs and catching the football. So that that excites me. 
Yeah, I like. I still yeah. think we need a speed threat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ronald Jones is there, but I know there's interest in running backs in the draft. And I, I think they'll add one. Yeah, well, yep. we'll see. We shall see. Here we shall. The <laughs> season's still ongoing. Yep. Well, I mean, with other than that, I think we should wrap it up. Yeah, I think we're good. Uh, it's it's glad to be back uh, talking Bucks football uh, with my good friend, and uh, you know, we're gonna get back and back on track, I should say, and start rolling this again. And, and we got a lot of things that we still want to put out there um, that we have coming up. Uh, but also, you know, be sure to you know give us reviews and ratings on iTunes. We appreciate that. Uh, check us out on Podbean and Google Play, and also check us out on social media on Twitter and Instagram at Real Bucks Talk. Uh, we're always on there. And everyone, have a great week. I hope you guys enjoy this episode, and go Bucks. <laughs>